0: Hey, skill seekers, welcome to episode four of the skill seeker podcast. Today, we are joined by the amazing, amazing lady crush of mine, Kelly Brown. Now, Kelly is a life coach, a clarity coach, and she is an expert at sort of taking all of the scramble, all of the jumble, all of the confusion in your brain And turning it into like the most poetic, beautiful sounding review summary of what you've done, what you've said. She has such a way with words. She's definitely a words person. And she's just pure joy. She's amazing. I love Kelly so much. Um, so let's get stuck in to this episode. We are, I've known Kelly for a little while. So we go into some topics that we wouldn't normally approach um, with our guests who I don't already have a relationship with. We're sharing some pretty personal stuff on this episode so hope you enjoy, hope you find it funny, hope you get some value out of it. And of course, don't forget to head over to the community Facebook page at Skill Seekers Community um, and have your say, get involved, have a conversation. Every Tuesday, we'll be headed over there um, and talking about all of the stuff that went down within the podcast. So don't miss out on that. You're listening to the Skill Seeker Podcast, and I'm your host, Emily. Let's get real and drop that Insta-perfect fail. We have one big question for all of our guests. What do you know now that you wish you knew then? Join me each week for a dose of inspiration and education as we chat with amazing women in business, sharing their stories and lessons learned.
1: We will
0: put out some cute stuff, Emily. Anyway. Oh, no, I have no doubt. I have no doubt there is cute stuff coming from us right now.
1: Even with my cute pixie cat.
0: It's, right. it's delicious. I do love it. So I'm really excited to talk to you today because I feel like podcasts, like we got this marketing message thanks beck around what our podcast is going to be and i'm like if we're honest it's just me talking to my lady crushes yeah that's all it is that's all i do talk to my lady crushes all day so so excited to have you on as one of my lady crushes
1: thank you i love being a lady crush Mm, mutual baby oh thanks stop
0: it i'm glad we're recording this so i can let everyone know
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, From one tea to another. Oh, I
0: don't even have a tea right now. Fasting. What? I have a water. Fasting. I know. Don't worry when 12 o'clock rolls around, I'll be on that tea.
1: What does your body think about fasting? My body loves it. My body loves it.
0: Yes, because I get really hangry. So I didn't think I was going to be able to do the fasting thing. Yeah. But, like, I can get the kids to school on time. Now I'm not eating in the mornings. Okay. <laughs> Saving so much time. I'm not actually hungry in the mornings.
1: So it's almost and- like forced fasting, really. A lot of mothers probably get their kids to school and yeah. go, oh,
0: Yeah. I can eat now. I became so aware of how much accidental consuming of food I was doing. Yeah. It's crazy. It is
1: crazy. And but I've awareness, dropped right? awareness, right? Yes,
0: so much awareness. I've dropped some serious kgs. Amazing. Consume so much more water fasting. Every day. Every day. Every, wow. day. every day. So he
1: doesn't eat till twelve.
0: Yeah, but I allow myself like very flexible. If I want to go out for breakfast because I feel like it, I do. Yeah.
1: Just get back That's
0: on it the next it. day. Wow. So
1: and so that means you're fasting from about, what, 7 p.m. at night? To-
0: I do 8. I do, yeah, okay. stop eating at 8. Make sure the last thing I consume is not a fizz with. Apparently that doesn't work. <laughs> it has to be something nutritional. Good. Uh, but, yeah, no, doing really, doing really well. And do you know what? Muscle definition mm. since I've started, like, it's wet. It's crazy. Mm. Go anyway, big fan. But, I mean, if you were listening to this podcast and you were thinking, I'm going to do that, maybe don't listen to my advice.
1: Well, Go see a
0: healthcare professional before you just stop eating.
1: (laughs) Well, here's the thing, and I love that you bring that in because I felt like we were going to discuss the little skill of listening, right? Mm -hmm. And listening to one's body is a skill, Mm -hmm. especially listening as... phases like with the phases that you're in in your life absolutely you're listening right now and you're breastfeeding twins probably not a great idea to fast till 12 o'clock every day um so or if you're training for the next boston marathon uh let's talk but um going to see a healthcare professional before you actually have the the connection to your own self and your own body and that skill, it is, it's is—it's—it's a skill because the Absolutely. world is so loud mm. and advice mm-hmm. is so loud. And when you meet up with your girlfriend who you haven't seen for two years because she's flying through Melbourne for 24 hours and you go and have a glass of wine and she's lost 20 kilos and looks amazing and you ask her what she's doing and she says she's fasting and then you think, oh, that's a really good idea. I'm going to start tomorrow when actually it's like have that moment of connecting. Mm like well isn't that amazing she's found something that really works for her Mm -hmm. and and now what what feels like it would work for me and give it a go look if it feels it's all about the feel all about the listening but i really do i think in this world where we can pay for advice in so many different areas um i'm a coach i'm a life coach after all um but what i really i don't want to say pride myself on but what i feel really deeply is important about the work that I do is that I'm witnessing another hear themselves more potently, more connectedly, and um, more. It's not even a word, but I'm going to say it, alignedly. Right, <laughs> aligned. <laughs> yeah. um, I just wanted to put the Lee on the end because I'm Lee. Um, so I think that that's what when I realised after doing my life coaching training that I could actually walk away from that training. And listen to what part of that training actually works for me and what part doesn't, rather than trying to, oh, what was that script that they said when someone's dealing with a breakup? You know, where do I go on page 35? You know, actually being present and utilizing the listening skills. And the listening skills come on so many levels, right? We listen to our own inner dialogue. We listen to the dialogue that's going on between us, that you and I, is she understanding me? Is she not? Here I am. I'm understanding what she's saying. So that that, um, connected listening. And then there's a third style of listening, which is actually taking in the environment, taking in the energy, the essence, what's happening in between the words, right? So, I've just taken us on a massive tangent, but hopefully. No, no tad, no tangent. Tangents don't exist. We're just tuning in and listening. Right, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, one thing that I found very interesting back on, like, we'll just finish this fasting thing, which is great. But one thing that I found very interesting, and it is about listening, but it's about who are we listening to? Like yeah. who said that I actually need to eat breakfast? Was that Kellogg's? Was did yeah. that advice come from breakfast manufacturers? Mm-hmm. Or is this a legitimate thing that I need to do? Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it's so beautiful and it's such a powerful curious way to walk through the world, isn't it? Because I mean even as a parent. Mm who am I actually listening to when mm-hmm. I tell my child they have to sit down and finish that plate of nutritious food that I have made for them and you will yep. eat every morsel <laughs> of that before you get up off that chair. You know, like who am I actually listening to? Am I listening to my child who then at two o'clock in the morning starts vomiting all over themselves because actually they had a sore belly and they mm-hmm. could not like that because they were two or, you know, so that's yeah. the reason why they didn't eat their dinner. Um, and, and I guess also, what is the quality of my listening as well? Because we can feel like we're listening, but what is actually, how connected are you to being quiet and taking a pause, taking a breath? And I think the perfect example of this is when you do something that scares you or that brings up um, that adrenaline, like public speaking for a lot of people, it's the the potency of allowing yourself to be heard and allowing someone to listen to you is actually really vulnerable. And it's remembering that in the coaching space, especially for me, that a lot of people that are coming into that space, it's actually really vulnerable to have an open floor and say, so what's here for you? You know, usually there's a lot. So it's like, what do I... Where do, how do I piece that? How do I articulate that? What do I want to talk about that feels most present for me? Like all of these things happening in a millisecond, but the what can connect us to deeper listening and feeling like we can take up the space to be heard is breath. As you did that,
0: I just let go of my my holding my, t- my gut in. Like, mm-hmm. I
1: can't let that go. We'll let that
0: go. Thanks for the isn't memory. that
1: cool that you went straight there? Because really, that's where our, that's where we listen from. You know, is our gut, and we say like, ah, oh, that's where the intuition is. That's where the listening tool actually is, is straight to that area. And usually, most of us find that's a really physically a vulnerable area for a lot of us. Um, because it changes shapes and it morphs and it's jelly and it's soft and it's all of these things <laughs> that we we try to hide from or that we make not okay. Um, so it's no coincidence that that is actually the area in which you go. ah. Oh. Yes,
0: and I've been I've been doing a little bit of work with Taryn, women's oh, women's bio-
1: therapist.
0: I know. I say a little bit of work. We've been very close.
1: Amazing. Yes.
0: So Aww. she's a women's physiotherapist and she was like, you are holding so much tension down there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you used to have like a nine to five and you used to sit at your desk and you to get a bit stressed and it was like all hunched in your shoulders, mm-hmm. you're doing that to your pelvic floor. Like, I'm
1: like, oh, am I? Oh, it's amazing, oh, isn't yes. it? And it's so cool that you bring that physio, physiological, physio, physiological part. Oh, nailed it! Thank you so much. Took the time, <laughs> and um, and the jaw is directly related to the pelvic floor, right? So we're talking the same kind of girdle here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if there's tension. Tension to share, tension to say anything, feelings of not wanting to be heard or feelings that you just won't be heard. And, and when you talk about work, that's a lot of the environment for us in the leadership space is that leaders... I'm actually reading Dare to Lead at the moment, which is beautiful by Brene Brown. And she talks so much about allowing the vulnerability but not using vulnerability as a marketing tool, right? <laughs> I'm going to be really vulnerable with you, Okay. Um, people know and muscles don't lie you know muscles don't lie and so how vulnerable are you willing to be when it comes to being heard and sharing your truth and that will be the tension around the jaw will, will build up if you don't and then of course it's going to go straight into your ability to receive pleasure to receive life to you know be relaxed go with the flow express yourself be sensual with life like sensually connect to your natural nature and to the rhythm of of life. Um, And women, I mean, far out, aren't we amazing? Mm -hmm. Like as you talk at the beginning of this about lady crushes, well, I mean, Taryn's one of them because what she is offering women is an opportunity for another woman to witness like to witness all of you, right, Mm -hmm. and on a physical level but also on an energetic level and to actually connect those two and go, Mm. I am a body that had a baby but I'm also a body that held the trauma of having a baby and what do I do with that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because you bundle off from most of us from a hospital and you just got this bundle and your body is just... Like, and you literally like
0: the message in your brain. I don't know if this was for you, but just like divulging a little bit too much of the inner workings of my mind was just keep it all together. Like just keep it together. And the space where you keep it together is your womb, isn't it? That's the first place you have to keep together after having a baby. So it's if that transition from like hunched over shoulder tension to womb tension it just oh. happens like in that second it's or so before, funny. or before if you sneezed when you were heavily pregnant.
1: <laughs> right, right, exactly. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's like to actually be available to women to say, like, I am, if that's your mantra, just hold it together, to hold it together, literally to hold it together so that that hemorrhoid doesn't pop out it of your arms. And so you can hold on to that urine, like physically holding it together all the time. Then, energetically, your body's getting that message and you're an emotional like basket case, because you're holding it together, hold it. Don't cry there. Don't cry there. You know, don't, don't let them see that yeah. you're, you're a mess, you know? Yeah. yeah. Big. Um, big. It is, it's really big, isn't it? And all from this, from this yearning and this need, because I wonder, I ask you, like, what does it feel like to be witnessed? by someone like Taryn, what does it feel like to be witnessed by someone who says everything, you can let it all hang out here. Like actually you've got to let it all hang out here for us to work together.
0: It's like that real, it's that instant woman connection that is so strong. It's like, I'm going to have to let myself be vulnerable because we're getting to know each other very well. Um, But it's not going to work like this process is not going to work unless I do the work, unless I'm actually conveying my messages honestly, unless I'm actually talking truthfully about what's going on. And the thing that's so delicious about Taryn is she's like, you've got a lot going on on your left side. Like there's a lot of tension on there. How on your masculine and feminine energies, where are we sitting? I'm like, so masculine heavy. I'm such a masculine energy guy. I even call myself a guy. Like, that's how masculine I am. She's like, we've got to work on that because we've got to, you are not aligned. You are carrying it all on your left side.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, how beautiful is it that I found someone who is like a practical women physiotherapist that can also bring in, take it or leave it, depending on where you're sitting on the Yeah. On the spectrum of life,
1: on the woo-woo spectrum, on the woo-woo. Well,
0: I was going to say on the woo-woo spectrum. Depending on where you're sitting, you can be like, "Oh, okay, that's an extra piece of advice." Like that is like, I can do my movement to yep. release some of this tension, and I can journal, and those two things together are yeah. going to help my whole body.
1: Amazing, amazing, Gosh. and your wholeness. It's it, and bringing all the pieces mm. together. And so I wonder, like, what when you listen in to Emily, Mm. what attracts you to this work and what do you want to get out of it?
0: The bringing together. The vulnerable, not in a marketing way.
1: Yeah.
0: Genuine connection with real people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And when you you went to Taryn, what did you want to walk away with, like working with her?
0: Just wanted to be able to walk upright. Totally right. without pain, just like, and, and find some pleasure and an enjoyment and, you know, just how can I move with the, well, this is, this is it. This is what we're getting to, isn't it? This is exactly what you're talking about. Like the message is back there. The thing I want to say is back there, but we need to let that other bit dribble out first. Yes. I was thinking, how can I passionately walk through life being a strong leader, not in a follow me way, just a role model way. Like I can own this space that is mine, but I can't do that if I'm inhibited internally by my own Mm. muscular dysfunction, we'll call that. Mm -hmm. Like how can I stand tall and be true if I can't physically stand tall and be true?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Your strength, like that is, that's my core strength. Literally, that is where every every piece of strength comes from, which I require every day for every task. And it was lying like that. That that space it was a lie
1: to me. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And it's your birthright. We are not dysfunctional, mm. right? And so it is our birthright as birth as women who have birth babies to continue living what you say to passionately walk through life, right? We Like, I'm like, yeah, man. Women, we, we don't have to compromise that. That is one thing we need to stand for for our sons and our daughters, mm. is that we can continue to passionately walk through life and own our own space. They're mm. your words, right? I'm gonna own my own space. Literally, stand tall and be true imagine right we're talking about international women's day just gone by that is the wish emily your words right that every woman can take up their own space stand tall and Mm -hmm. be true
0: and it just comes back to that marketing message that we were talking about earlier who said we have to eat breakfast was that a man kellogg's guy who said we can't take up space i feel like that's somewhat of a marketing message too interesting when i was learning about the fasting thing it all ties back, it always all ties back when I was learning about that. I was talking about it was talking about women's bodies and how all of the scientific data that we have on nutrition, on strength, on all of these health things are done on men because why? Because they are consistent day in day out for every day of the thirty five day trial. They yeah. don't change. they don't have differing yeah. hormones, they don't have. They don't, don't bleed. they don't have a menstrual cycle. We don't have to deal with anything icky when we do
1: it on a man. Oh, hold on here. You just said menstrual cycle. Menstrual yeah. cycle.
0: <laughs> I know. Where did you come from, man? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, how can they be jamming all of this weight loss advice, health yeah. advice, yeah. down like all of this medication that we should take, these vitamins, all of these things. It's all done on men. Uh I know. We've got little labels on products, this was not tested on animals. How about we have one that says, this was tested on
1: women. <laughs> this was tested on women.
0: And it works.
1: Really. Wow. Wow. I did not know that. And that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind.
0: It started back in war days, World War I, World War II, when they were trying to figure out how to get the best from their soldiers. That's when the science started up on the human body from, from like a fitness and strength and fatigue and all of these things,
1: all done on men because they were man soldiers. Isn't that amazing? And you know what else that brings up for me when you talk about science is it's going to be a little deep, but here it is. Go for it. But the individual, right? So marketing, not only does it feed us, which screens do for our kids too, P.S., um, feed us messages, right? Feed us messages. But it also deadens the neuro pathways to listen to our own messages and to actually honor our individuality. And if we're not individual, then we can't be a part of the whole, right? Mm. Because there is no whole if we're all just soldiers, right? Following the path. It just becomes like I'm, I see a line. Mm. When following and the circle can't be mm. can't be finished, right? Because it's just like from here to here. That's mm. what I see in my mind. You're getting a getting a I'm little...
0: seeing I'm seeing like a circle if we're looking at an image of a circle, yeah. if we're all just walking that path like a little soldier, we're only ever going to be the radius, aren't we? We're never going to fill the whole space.
1: I love it. And we're never going to be radiant, right? No. We're just going to be the radius. And radi-us, like radiation for us, right? It's not, it doesn't feed the whole, it doesn't feed the soul. So, because words are my thing, as you can see, that's how I kind of paint my picture for myself. And so, I just, that passionately walking through life, that requires you stepping aside and listening to your own messages. And connecting with, and this is another lady crush that we've both got, is Kat talking about everyday magic and everyday messages, actually looking at the magic of co-creation with self and what other messages that are coming up for you. The message for you of like not standing true and tall in your life is literally pain when you do, because your body is saying, you're not doing that thing. You, In the back of your head, in the back of your heart, in your tiny little toe, every cell, needs you to step forward, stand up and be true. And there's something here for you. And I don't see it as a block. I'm not that person that sees things as like, this is a block. This is something I've got to get out of the way and change and shift and transform. I see it as this is your way of becoming more potently connected to something that you want to live through in your lifetime and in this human body. So it's all working for you. And if you can see your life as everything, you know, I've had a few massive challenges come over that just came out of the blue in the last new moon and deeply emotional stuff. And it's like there's a truth for me underlining that I am always taken care of, that all my needs are met, just like when I was in the uterus and I made the choice to gestate and grow, I didn't then have to, work right like to grow the ears and grow the nose and consciously be there it was literally all my needs are met all my needs are met my food is on tap my water is on tap my life energy my divinity is on tap so why do we think this is another marketing marketing ploy why do we think that when we squeeze ourselves out of the vagina or we're gracefully taken out of the womb whatever way you entered the world why do we think that stops that all my needs are met Mm. Because man, man comes in and man knows best, right? Doctor with gloves comes in and he says, I will tell you and show you how to live your life. Why do I have that voice? <laughs> but here it is. The doctor is some weird vampire. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but that, that, it, man, we've got in our own way. We've stepped in and thought that we're, we're greater than rather than great with. I don't know. Mm absolutely
0: any of that resonating am i taking us somewhere i I was having this conversation this is something that keeps coming up in my mind and i was looking at all of the posts for international women today and i know that you are a word person so let's Mm -hmm. get this out okay kelly brown your thoughts on empowering women i'm like i'm sorry i'm not paying someone to empower me i'm self-powered people i am the power comes from within you can witness you can enable you can support But I'm sorry, you don't empower people. Yeah, I love it. No woman should claim to empower another because that that message says you can't do this without me.
1: Codependency. You can.
0: Of course you can. It's a decision in your mind. Yes, there are other obstacles and other things that you might want to holding hands through, but you can do it with or without
1: that person. And why presume, this is the thing that shits me, why Mm. presume... That you're not empowered yes right why presume that you need to become empowered when it's like actually the empowerment is by being present in what is there for you now because tell me if I'm wrong but those moments where you have been in the depth of despair where in those moments where I'm likely to pay $5,000 to empower for someone else to empower me, right? Because I'm like, blah. And then five years later, I'm looking at that girl or I'm looking at that first time mother and I'm going far out, man, you did that. You did that. And that girl empowers me in right now, you know, in a better place in a growth. My cells have changed my lo- way my lens at which I look at the world has grown. That was my empowerment. So don't tell me that being broken is not being empowered. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm the biggest advocate for broken empower. But being broken
1: allows you right? to drop the pieces that no like longer what's fit. That, whatever that is. Yes, totally right. Totally love that. Love that. And what's that Japanese when the pot's broken and then they put yes! the box, you know through it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's like that is the gold. That is the gold and. That is what I find to be some of the um, most heartbreaking pieces for me when I work with people is that our willingness to hand our power over to the story, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. Our willingness to buy into the image of what society tells us we are limited by, what our parents... Have told us we are capable of what our relationships reflect back to us, you know, what our successes tell us about who we are and how worthy we are. When actually, just actually breathing is empowerment. Breathing, we get to take another breath. I get to stand here with you and I get to work on every day stepping more truly into my life. And if that's it, if that's it blows my mind, right? Because it's kind of like for me, because I'm quite a visual person, even though we're talking about listening. So listening has become a skill for me. It's become something I've really had to work on because I was part of a family, two sets of twins, extroverts. Everyone wanted a freaking place at the microphone, right? And the ability to listen became actually a really potent tool for me to start to understand my own anxiety and my own um, desires to really be heard, right? Which came out in many really dysfunctional ways to start with, but then just really paring that back. And when we... Oh, those birds in the background there are so beautiful. Thank you, birdies. I'm listening. I hear you. Thank you for bringing me in the present moment. But being willing to actually own all of that and see it as a way of empowering me to come into my gifts and come into what I'm here to co-create with you and how I can see you because I so badly wanted to be heard. Right. So I'm sitting here going in my life as a child, I just wanted someone to shut up and actually just listen to me. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, then I have this awareness of that in others, this really like tangible um the hair on my the hairs on my skin standing up connection to what pieces of you want to be heard so i can sit back and listen so that becomes my work that becomes my contribution that becomes my individual place in the whole right and i know that's true for you in your work like do you want to speak to that like what why do you do what you do what what did you have to move through and be empowered by to see where you are
0: yeah i think it was definitely being pregnant with aubrey <laughs> and it comes out thinking in the shower what doesn't kill you will make you stronger thinking of how true that is it doesn't seem like it at the time but definitely being pregnant with aubrey like hemorrhaging uh 29 weeks of acute morning sickness The fact that I was having every test under the sun because we didn't even know at 25 weeks we were having the discussion about whether or not this was a viable baby, a viable pregnancy. I'm sorry, what? And just being completely broken. Like she actually completely broke me inside and out in every physical and emotional way. And having that opportunity to pick up the pieces that I wanted to keep and leaving the pieces that I didn't. And it came from having no, no time, no strength. Like I just, I couldn't, I couldn't see the people that I wanted to see. And I sure couldn't see the people I didn't want to see anymore. So it was like that real clean slate. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to choose this part. This part's going to be part of my identity. Cause I really like that part. Mm-hmm. And it was like that Everything crashed down around my feet and I could choose. I could choose it all. could choose. But it was was so much stronger. Like when it came back, it was so much stronger. Mm. And then I had a very dear friend, mentor, old boss, pass away. And he was just like, he was a very, very large man. So tall, (laughs) took up so much space in the world, did so much great stuff for the community, like devoted his entire existence to supporting community. And I learned so much from him. And then he died. And you know what? The world went on. Like not for one single second did the world stop in any way. Yes, there were people who came together and grieved, but the rest of the world went on. I'm like, how can such a big presence that have, has achieved so much great things in his single lifetime, the world doesn't even stop for him? He was so significant. And I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I've not yet achieved all of that. So I am in terms of the, the damage that I can do to the world, the, the impact I can make, no one's looking like, so I'm so insignificant in the spectrum of entire life that, Hey, maybe, maybe if this is all that happens when you, when you die, when you leave, like, which is nothing, because mm-hmm. you are seemingly insignificant in the entire world yes you might as well take up as much space as you bloody well choose to and mm. run at things as fast as you want and while you were here just just go on a mission to leave the biggest positive dint you possibly can because okay. one day you're going to die
1: yeah
0: and no one will have even known no, like no i know insignificant so like don't it. don't hold back because people are watching, like because yeah. no one's watching. Yeah, I mean, is... the people that need to see it are seeing it at the time.
1: Yeah. Insignificant though.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Greatly, greatly insignificant. And there's so many places I want to go with that because I love when you, um, I love when you connect to your passion. It's so, it, you do stand true and there's, and it's such an articulation and the clarity in, It's like an arrow straight to my knowingness when you talk, Emily. It is just when you are, and and I see that, I see that you get like the most significant shattering of you, the most significant shattering of you has not affected any of those staff at that hospital. They're not walking around in their world. They're not, like they see women that come in and have the most pinnacle moment of their lives. And they're just another board at the end of a bed, you know, flip mm-hmm. the chart at the end of a bed. But that is the most significant moment for you when I ask you what's here, what's led you here, that has pieced you together. And what's so beautiful about what you said, it's what, and what I really hear is become significant to you like really, Mm -hmm. really, like I'm going to say it again, really become significant to you because when you do and like in the most selfish and selfless way, are truly committed to living what you have connected to and listened to as your soul's purpose is to live a passionate, walk through your life passionately, own the space, stand true and stand tall, right? They're your pieces. So when you are in every situation now, you get to tune in. Am I standing true? and standing tall right now. Is is this the most passionate way I can walk through my life? Yeah, okay, that's significant for me then. I'm going to do that right? That's just, that's, that's for me. I'm going to do that because in the end you came in, you buried it's that's it. It's you've taken it with you. No one else is actually going to take it with them. Right. And what's beautiful about what you talked about and what you took from that experience. And what I hear is choice when you listen and when you actually allow yourself to surrender to what is you get the gift of choice. You get the gift of choice because when you're flat on your belly, looking down at a pile of shit and you're choosing, I either stick in this human body right now or I don't, which Mm -hmm. some of us have got to that point. It's like, what do I choose? That's the only thing that keeps you here is choice. And the other piece that you so beautifully bring into story when you speak is humility, is the understanding That I'm a dot, I'm a dot on a canvas. You know, there's the humility, there's the sovereignty of the truth of that. And when you wake up and watch the sunrise and you watch the sun go down, which is repeatedly happening, even if you are in the most depth of grief, humble, right? Mm. Humility. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm merely a dot on a giant canvas. And it's funny, you know, I even had that conversation with my five-year-old the other day. And We were talking about death. And he just turned to me and he goes, well, I guess, Mum, then all there is is life. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I guess that's that's all there is because that's true. What's the difference between death and living? Life, life, yeah. So go live it, you know? do what you choose, do it humbly, do it with humility, do it with which we haven't done well in the past is listening to your own natural nature so that you are respecting life, right? Respecting each other's um, ability and capability to take up space. You deserve space. I deserve space. Someone else deserves space. Like we all deserve the diversity of our own space. There's enough space for all of us you know?
0: Yes. It's it's probably more space than we'll ever need.
1: Exactly. So you, you turn me on with your ability to connect to your own trueness. So thank you for taking up that space.
0: Thank you. Mm. I'm busting to know. I'm busting to know from you because you, Do you know that's what my
1: son says all the time? It's interesting
0: to know, really. I've never said that before. That's funny. All the time. Oh, so cute. (laughs) I just really want to know from you: what do you know now that you wish you knew then? Mm, Nothing.
1: Nothing. 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 Because what I know now is because of what I didn't know then. So nothing, I value everything that I didn't know, everything. Because the disappointment, the fear, the anxiety, the panic, it was all my becoming. Those those tough times
0: that we desperately struggle to get out of when we're in them are always linked back to our greatest learnings. Like we need to be in that space to evolve, to develop, to grow.
1: Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And I think that's the awakening for all of us. That's what people in the in the woo-woo world are saying the new way is actually, the new way is, is, is taking back the truth of that, taking back the truth of our insignificance, mm-hmm. but taking back the truth of how significant it is to own our own space and to truly walk a life that feels good to you. And it doesn't mean it's you're gonna like it. Right? Doesn't mean you have to like every step of the way because what it's doing is it's just, you know, I'm at the moment I'm looking outside our home and I'm looking at the garden and I'm looking in the significance of the blood, sweat and tears that led us here and that continue to lead us here to live this life. Every day I wake up and I'm grateful to be here. You know, we built our own home on two and a half acres of land. We have no idea how we are physically here and the challenges, financial challenges still come flooding in. But every day I wake with a cup of tea, happy to be in this body and happy to be in this place, right? And there are functional logistics that I don't like, that hang on, on that experience, but I get to choose mm. how I, how I live with that. Right. And how significant that is in this moment of sipping my tea and looking, looking at the lifestyle we lead.
0: Mm. Right. I heard someone say once that we, could, we only ever complain about the things we can change.
1: Mm, delicious. That's a t-shirt. Totally. Mm. Totally. And we only ever get jealous and bitch about the things that we desire. Mm. Right. True. And that's the truth. True. You know, when I start to hear myself going, oh, and she's like this. And I don't know. I go, okay, you want a slice of that cake? Mm-hmm. You of that so cake? true. So true. You might not want the same flavor. You might not want the same, you know, freaking ingredients, but you want a slice of that cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And isn't that another piece around listening that's probably a really nice place for us to kind of come to close together is that when we are willing to listen to our own inner world, right, willing to listen with compassion, with love, with kindness and embrace all of our humanness. And that's when we get to actually sit at the table and share the pieces of cake, right? Absolutely. And look at one another through the eyes of love. And I hope one day I get to do that—to sit across from you and have a piece of cake and a cup of tea and look at you through the eyes of love, my lady crush.
0: It's gonna happen. It's
1: going yeah. to happen. The look of love. But I'm
0: coming lady. to you because your cakes look delicious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would love to have you here. Actually, that would—I'm going to put that out there in the universe. You know, there's a there's a tribe of lady crushes that I would love to have in the space. <gasps>
0: Yeah, Tracy K there at the same time.
1: Oh my Cal- God. Oh my God. <laughs> Camp Kelly. Camp Kelly. Oh my God, you're not the first to say that. That's hilarious. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> how uh, can we work with you, Kelly? Kelly Brown, how can we work with you? Yeah, just reach out. Uh, just reach out. I, I'm on Facebook, um, Kelly Brown Coach, and I love, I love hearing from peeps. Um, and Uh, My website as well, calliebrown.com.au. Callie Brown Coach or Callie Brown, no, it's Callie Brown. Callie And you know what? Like, just connect. Even if you feel like um, you're not there to step into the coaching space right now, just connect because I I love meeting new people and Mm -hmm. connecting and getting out there and really, you know, finding out what you're all about. I really love that. so, yeah, thanks for having me. Perfect. Thanks for coming on and sharing your
0: beautiful wisdom. Oh, it's I'd so love- oh, my goodness. I could seriously talk to Kelly Brown every day, all day, every day. I love her. She's amazing. What did you think? Don't forget to head over to the Facebook community, Skill Seeker community, and tell us your thoughts. Recommend amazing, stylish business brands That you want to get to know, get to find out behind the scenes, ask the questions about what's going on, uh, figure out their learning journey, want to know what they know now that they wish they knew then, or understand how their business works, then hit us up in the community and we will go on a mission to get them on the podcast for you. And of course, Go to iTunes and subscribe. I was going to say like, but you definitely do the subscribe function there. Subscribe and leave us a review because your subscription and review help us book these amazing guests every week. And thank you once again for listening. And we'll see you next week for more amazing podcast chats with amazing guests. Thanks for listening, Skillseeker. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. So you don't miss a thing and we continue to book these amazing guests for you, head on over to iTunes and subscribe. While you're there, leave us a review. Catch you next week as we chat to another amazing guest and learn about what they know now that they wish they knew then.